Amen. Thank you for coming. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to our church, and welcome to a beautiful Thanksgiving morning where we celebrate the thanks that we have to give to God for everything that is good. Would you join me, please, on the back of your program is our gathering prayer. May we say this together. God of perfect good, God of perfect love, we thank you for all good things in our lives as we remember the abundance that comes from you. We do nothing to deserve your goodness, yet you provide us with the nourishment, the healing, and the hope that we need to live good lives. Join our hearts with gladness and joy. Guide us away from doing harm as we remember your forgiveness in faith. Lead us to do good no matter what, in remembrance of how much good you have done for us. Unite us in our hearts with everyone who seeks you and needs you. In everlasting love, we pray. Amen. Our scripture readings today are words of thanks from the Old Testament and New Testament. The first reading is from Psalm 118, verses 1 through 6 and verses 26 through 29. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. With the Lord on my side, I do not fear. What can mortals do to me? The Lord is on my side to help me. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. And continuing at verse 26. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, and I will extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Here ends the first reading. Our second reading is from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Let us remember that the Philippians were people in Philippi one of the very first churches that uh, was established in Paul's mission to Macedonia. Paul writes to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you folks for coming out for our Thanksgiving prayer service. Yeah. As you know, I just kind of, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, but I wasn't sure whether I would actually get it on the calendar. So I tried to do something a little bit informal here. Uh, for anybody who might come by, and I'm so grateful that you folks came by. And... I have a simple message here today for us to reflect on. I'm thinking of the wonderful words of thanks that come to us from the Holy Scriptures and the praises that our God asks us to sing. For God is good. And this is a day when we remember everything in our lives that God has made good. I think especially since this is our celebration in the United States of Thanksgiving, of the people who first came to this country from England to Massachusetts in 1620. We call them pilgrims. And there were other people with them who were interested in things other than what the pilgrims were doing. But they all came together. Some people questioned whether they should have been there or not. But they were. And they struggled. There were about 100 people that came over on that first boat to Mayflower in 1620. In that first winter, they struggled. They were in a new land. They didn't know how to raise food on that land. And about half of the pilgrims died that first winter. So the Native Americans that were here in this land saw these people struggling, and they had compassion on them. And in the spring, they began to show them how to plant crops in America, their style, so that they would be able to live. And they showed them some of the ways that they hunted as well. And they learned some things from the, the settlers. And so our first Thanksgiving is a celebration of people coming together and deciding to be grateful together. And we can be sure that that first Thanksgiving, that there were people who were coming from the, the Pilgrim's Colony to that table with the Native Americans who had lost their loved ones. If you had had half of your colony die in the first winter, this is your first celebration, your first major celebration in a new land without them. And so everybody had something that they had lost, and yet they came together and gave thanks because they had gained something in that year from God, something to be grateful for. Today in these United States and in other parts of the world, there are other people who wind up in, in nations, whether they belong there or not. Some people think they should, and some people think they shouldn't. But they come, and they struggle. And they come like our these original pilgrims that came from England, um, escaping things, trying to do something new, trying to do something good. And 
Our church has been a part of that story with our unity house, where we have housed refugees. They want to have something good in their lives to, to put behind the struggles that they have gone through and do something better for their lives. And to give thanks for everything that God has given them. I know from my own experience, having helped a refugee family in Middletown uh, who was escaping ISIS, and one of whose family members died at the hands of ISIS. The giving thanks is something that we should do from the bottom of our hearts, no matter what. And Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, reminds the very earliest Christians in Macedonia to give thanks. He wants them to understand that they are proclaiming a good and loving God in the middle of a world that is frightened and afraid. And these people need to be able to find thanks in their heart, regardless. So he writes these people in Philippi and encourages them to know that God is good. So in the middle of our celebrations here, in the middle of our challenges in our own lives, we have something to celebrate. We have a good God who has given us all creation. We have a good God who has given us our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who will save us through Jesus from sin and death. And give us something to be grateful for at our tables, whomever we are sharing them with today. When we look at our relatives, when we look at our friends today, when we look at whoever we're looking at in a restaurant, we can look at those people and give thanks that we're alive with them and that there are good things that come to us. And we can give thanks for our Holy Spirit that unites us as God's church and that unites us with the world. God's Holy Spirit wants all the world to come into God through Christ, to have the love and gratitude that Jesus taught us even unto the cross. So we are so lucky to have a God who loves us. We are so lucky to be on a planet that is so beautifully created. We have the blessings of liberty in this country that we should be extremely grateful for. But we can sit in this place and no matter what our circumstances, give thanks. Amen. What I would like us to do is to engage in a, in a short period of reflection. And you've attached to your program are a few little slips of paper. And I'm going to play some music. And I encourage you to simply pray in gratitude during this time. Or to, as you choose, write something that you're thankful for and fold it and put it in the basket that's sitting here on the little table. And let's put those things forward as our offerings to God today. Our purpose here today is to give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. So I invite you to reflect on the gifts of grace that you've received and to offer your thanks in that basket Thank you. 
Gracious, loving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for this day of remembrance when we give thanks for all good things that have come into our lives. We thank you for these gifts of thanks. Thank you for these people who have come to offer you thank, thanks and love for all the goodness that you have offered in their lives. We thank you for this church. We thank you for all people who love you as you love us. And we thank you for the opportunity to spread your love into the world this day as a simple remembrance of how you wish us to love people every day. May we do so today in the blessed name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's pray together. If y'all can, I'll join you here. You can sit down. You can do that. That's true. Let's all hold hands. Amen. A gracious God, loving God, we thank you for this Thanksgiving day. We thank you these people who have come together to praise your holy name. We thank you for the love in their hearts. We thank you for the world in which we live that has more miracles than we give you credit for, O Lord, that has more love than we give you credit for, O Lord. 
has more to offer us in your grace. And we give you credit for our Lord and our daily lives. And so we come together today to give deep and abundant thanks for everything good that you've given us. We thank you for this church, this community, this nation, this world, this creation that you've given us in all its glory. We thank you for the salvation that you offer us in Christ. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that unites us with the world in love and grace and empowers us to do your almighty will. And we remember today all those people who need that grace in their lives. Lord, we pray for those people with broken hearts, through losses, in death, in illness, loss of employment, loss of social status, through abuse, and other things in our culture, Lord, that challenge us to have whole hearts and hope. May we unite with those people today and offer them compassion and solidarity, knowing that God is waiting to enter their lives as well and is even upon them in this moment. And may we today be instruments of grace and peace for them as well as for ourselves and our families. And as we gather wherever we gather to eat today with people, or even by ourselves, may we look around us and look at people who are your children of God as well. Remember that everybody is called into your church. Whatever their backgrounds, they are called to be in the body of Christ, and we can call them through our good example and our loving presence in their lives to be just that for the world. And so we pray in thanks for all these things and pray that you will send us forth in this place in the fullness of thanksgiving as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That's my son Chris. And now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us and grant us peace now and forever. Amen. Amen. Have a happy Thanksgiving.